Welcome to the Principal Truth Podcast. This is Vic Wilson from class, and this is our first episode for the 2023-2024 school year. Joining me today is Whitney Miller-Nichols. Whitney is the new Director of Governmental Relations for the Council for Leaders in Alabama Schools. Welcome to the podcast, Whitney. Thanks, Vic. I'm excited to be here. Whitney, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, Vic, I come to class from another association. I've spent the last two years working in government affairs. And before that, I did uh, whole board training and online learning for school board members. But my journey in this world actually started as a classroom teacher. I taught high school English language arts for two years and middle school English language arts for three and a half before I jumped over to association life. And what grade is Molly in? She is in third grade and she gets to change teachers this year. So she's very excited about that. And they go to Pike Road schools. Is that correct? They go to Pike Road Elementary School. We love it there. This is our fourth year as a family in the Pike Road community and we wouldn't want to be anywhere else. That's great. Now, I understand that you are a proud Chelsea Hornet graduate. I am. I don't want to date myself, but I graduated from uh, Chelsea High School around the turn of the millennium and uh, had the distinct privilege of going back to Chelsea for my first two years teaching when I graduated with my alt cert master's in English language arts. What was that like going back home to teach? It was amazing. I think that that was the greatest gift that I could have been given as a new teacher. Um, I was color guard sponsor and my band director was actually my band director when I was a student. And because my mom had taught at Chelsea for 25 years, I had literally known him my entire life. My mom started teaching there in 1984, two months after I was born and retired from that school. So having Mr. Lawley as my band director as a student, and then again, as a first year teacher, it gave me stability in the classroom. Um, Some of my colleagues when I taught at Chelsea had been my teachers when I was a student. And to me, it was really a soft landing and I wish that more of our teachers could experience that. Great. So after that is when you left and came to, is that when you came to the association world after Chelsea? No, we moved to Montgomery after my second year at Chelsea for my husband's job. And I was privileged to teach for three and a half years at Baldwin Arts and Academics Magnet Middle School here in the Montgomery Public School System. I had some of the best students that I've ever had. Um, I still keep in regular contact with them and it's really exciting to see the things that they and my students from Chelsea are achieving in their personal lives as adults. That's great. And so from Baldwin, what was your next move? Then I moved over to the Alabama Association of School Boards. So some of your listeners may recognize my name from the uh, monthly emails that we would send out and our post-conference follow-up emails. Uh, That was one of my duties. I also was in charge of the poverty simulation program. So I would schedule those, um, deal with um, all the logistics involved in setting those up. I mentioned that I did whole board trainings in Alabama. School board members are required to get six hours of training a year. Two of those are um, with their whole board team. It's the board and superintendent together. And that has to be an interactive, um, customized training relevant to that school system. Then they get four hours of training on their own. And that is another piece of the job that I did for school boards. I um, was wholly responsible for School Board U which is the online learning platform for school board members in Alabama. I was not just maintaining the system. I was also writing and producing all of that content and making sure that stayed up to date. Excellent. Yeah. 
So from there, that's when you went to SSA. That's when I went to SSA. So that was an amazing experience. Um, public policy, specifically education public policy, has been a passion of mine for a very long time. And when um, SSA got the word out that they were looking for an associate director of government relations, I threw my name in the ring. Um, I think I had more interviews for that job than I've had for any job ever. I think it was like five. And they ended up taking a chance on me because I had not worked formally in that arena before. I was involved in, in the policy decisions that AASB made. Um, and I was, of course, infusing our policy positions in the work that I did for school board members. But there was no direct involvement with the legislature before that opening at SSA. Well, from let me let our listeners know this. Being in the same world, from uh, association world, I knew you from AASB. And I knew the work that you did over there. You did a great job with it. But then I got to see you work in uh, the with the legislature. I got to see you work in government affairs and government relations during your time at SSA. And I thought, wow, you do a really, really good job. So they're taking a chance on you proved fruitful for SSA. So then uh, back earlier this year in the late spring, early summer, I reached out to you about our opportunity because we needed a government relations person and uh, talked to you about that. What appealed to you about this job at class? First, it's the opportunity to work with leaders across school systems. Um, I think that there is an untapped wealth of knowledge and expertise there. As a former classroom teacher, I, I kind of, when I jumped into advocacy work professionally, I would reflect back on my time in the classroom and think, I never would have felt brave enough to be outspoken when I was a school system employee. So one of my goals here with class is to find ways for our members to engage in that advocacy, but still do it within, safely within the domains of their school system so that they can speak out, but not worry about ruffling feathers with their uh, leadership. But also what's really exciting about class is because we have never had a government relations department before, it gives me the opportunity to build out a, an advocacy program that really is customized for our members and meets those needs. So, you know, you let me know right off the bat that we have an affiliate that has legislation that they want to pursue this year. And so, I mean, hit the ground running. What are some ways that we can impact that legislation at the state level, but also have broader policy impact within the state and federally? So I think I like to think that my strength is looking at things from all angles. I like to think through processes top to bottom. That came in really handy when I was writing a six hour course for school board members and backwards mapping an entire semester for eighth and ninth graders. So I'm really just taking that same skill and applying it here, looking at all of the different components. How do they work together? Putting those components into phases, what needs to happen first? What can happen second? Who else can we bring in? I'm interested in coalition building. So finding groups that our members can engage with to add an additional layer or angle of advocacy to the positions that we feel that will best serve schools in Alabama. Excellent. So tell our listeners what your role will be here, all the duties that you'll have at class. Wow. Um, I feel it's a short list, but at the same time, it's a long list. So very top level, I'm responsible for our uh, communication with our State Board of Education. 
our state legislators, specifically our education committee leadership and the committee members, and then staffers for our federal congressional delegation. I um, also communicate with um, government relations for the State Department of Education and any other agencies that we collaborate with, such as early childhood or mental health. Um, I will be organizing our advocacy days. Look for more information about that in your email soon, y'all. So in addition to all of that, I also, you're going to see my name in your email weekly. I do a weekly advocacy update. Sometimes that's going to be very general, maybe asking for feedback about how specific issue is playing out in your schools or general advocacy or grassroots outreach tips. And sometimes it's going to be specific recaps. So when the State Board of Education meets every month, I do a really high level rundown for y'all so that you know what happened at the board meeting in the work session. And then during the legislative session, it'll be a little more detailed so you have an idea of what's happening in the State House that is going to impact you in your schools. I can attest to the work that you have already done. I've seen you hit the ground running. I love the fact that you have a good vision. She also has some wonderful ideas uh, to engage our members and legislators together. There'll be some advocacy days that we have. You'll be getting a lot more information about that. One of the things she does is she's proactive and she works early and often and understands that engaging with your local and elected officials is not something you do just during the session. She understands that you have to engage with everyone throughout the year as a, in an ongoing process. And Whitney, I want to commend you for the work that you've done. I would not have known that you had only one or two years in government affairs, government relations, if I hadn't actually been working with you in another association when you did that. And uh, you have been a great addition and I'm very excited uh, to be working with you, but I'm also very excited for our members. So I know that they're going to enjoy having you as a strong part of the class team. I'm excited to be here. Thanks Vic and thanks board for the opportunity. And I can't wait to serve our members. So members, Whitney at classleaders.org. If you have a question about the state board or if you have a question about legislation uh, on the state or federal level. Thanks Whitney. Hope you have a great start and great year at class. Well, that's a wrap for season two, episode one of the Principal Truth podcast. We hope you've enjoyed getting to know Whitney Miller Nichols, and I want to really encourage you to engage with Whitney throughout the year. Feel free to email her with questions you may have about the State Board of Education or legislation on the state or federal level. Remember, you are the key to effective legislation. Engage with your elected officials in your home districts early and often. They want to hear from you, and who better to give your local officials and elected leaders information on important issues surrounding education than our very own educators in the state of Alabama. So let's talk about the preview for season two of the Principal Truth podcast. One of the things I hope to be able to do is give you a podcast every two weeks, depending on current situations as they arise in our office and around the state. So I hope you join us as we get to know Dr. Demika Sanders and find out all the great things that class is going to be doing for professional learning. Following that, we'll have a couple of people interviewed in the next few episodes from class. We'll interview everybody and let you know who they are and what they do and who you need to contact for any given issue or question that you may have. Following that, we will have information on the principal bill that was passed this last session. The design team will have its first meeting 
on August 28th. That'll be a virtual meeting. Dr. Mackey has set that up and we will see how that goes and we'll give you updates periodically on that as well. To that end, we hope you have a great start to your school year and I just want to let you know how much I love being a part of class and working with all of our members. You guys are rock stars in my book, so thank you for all the work you do for those under your care.